Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. How we all doing on this beautiful Friday in New York City? Carton Roberts, Craig will be back on Monday. Joe's McFly is sitting in with me. So I think about a week and a half ago, it came out for the first time. For the first time, we had heard that Daniel Jones wants 40 plus $45 million a year. And it was scoffed at. I think you hear it in the Carton Roberts Open that Craig laughs at it. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> and then Craig even came out and said, listen, I've heard it's not true. He never asked for that kind of money. He was never looking for $40, $45 million a year. All right? Now we're starting to get the sense that, well, it is true. Because Pat Leonard, who does a great job covering the Giants, came out and said not only is he asking for more than 40, he's asking for more than 45. And when you connect that to the fact that the general manager, Joe Shane, said the other day, I wish we were closer on a deal, that does lead me to believe that his camp – is asking for that kind of number while Shane is probably in the mid-30s right now. And who knows where they end up? Obviously, a franchise tag is a major option here. But it's certainly feeling like Daniel Jones legitimately is asking for $45 million a year. It's a lot of money. Uh, it's a lot of money also to tie up with um, you know, with Daniel Jones. I, I'll say this, and I think he knows this, and the team knows this. He was better. You know, under this coaching staff now this year, he can't. Obviously, there is no scenario for me where he's not on the team, right? We can. I think the, I think you're he's right. Not, he's not leaving. I think you're it's right. Not hard to, to. It's pretty hard to replace the quarterback. So I think you're right. I think the only possibility, and I think it's remote, is that the Giants put the non-exclusive franchise tag on him, which just means a team could bid on him, and then the Giants have the right to match. And I doubt anybody's going to make a big offer where they would lose two first-round picks. So I agree with you. I think they're going to tag him, and I think he's a giant. No matter what. Maybe on a franchise tag, but I do agree with the premise. He will be the Giants quarterback next year. It's just it's going to be hard to put help around them, you know? No matter what happens, the Giants have to kind of like hit it out of the ballpark with the draft anyway. You know, whether it's wide receivers or whatnot. Um, I spoke to my buddy Justin Penick. He was telling me, he's like, Odell might be back. You know, that's a possibility. I mean, it's, see he's, that. he's still out there. Um, <laughs> so. he's like, that's a possibility. But you need to shore up. You need to shore up um, Daniel Jones, what you're going to do there. The best case scenario is somehow, some way, working out a deal with him and then franchise tagging Saquon somehow, some way, and then keeping him and then doing that. That would be great. Um, but let's see what happens there. It is, and look, I've tried over the last few weeks to be rational in saying and reminding everybody that how much he makes per year is pretty overrated because of the way you can manipulate the salary cap and how much of it is guaranteed and what's his cap number this year and when do you have an out if things go bad. So I'd be the first to tell you that whether he's making $33 million a year or $38 million a year or $42 million a year, all of it's overrated. It's how the contract is written. So I acknowledge that off the top. But it is amazing to me that Daniel Jones, who was fine last year, and he absolutely took a step up last year, it is insane to me 
Not that he's asking for $45 because you could ask for whatever you want. Right. You should have asked what I asked FAN for in my last contract. They laughed at me. <laughs> I didn't get it, but I asked them. And they said, no. Who the hell do you think you are, Francesa? And I said, no, I'm not. And they said, you're right. You're not. But Jordan Ronan, who covers the Giants for ESPN, said he thinks the contract, when it's signed between the Giants and Jones, because they have made progress in recent days, that that salary number, his annual salary, will start with a four. So he's saying that not only is Jones asking for that number, he's going to get a salary that's over $40 million a year. And while I will say it then and I'll say it now, it doesn't matter at the end of the day what that number says. It's all about cap number. It's all about your manipulation of it. And it's all about when you can get out of it. I, I, I stand by that. It is still kind of crazy that Daniel Jones is going to make $40 million a year. When you think about 40 to $45 million, you're probably not thinking Daniel Jones, but... No! At this point, it's either either you pay him, um, either you pay him or you end up figuring it out with the franchise tag, you know? So, it, it, it almost feels like a game of chicken, if anything. Like, they're trying to see who blinks first, um, but... There's a lot of hearsay out there with what who's offering what. Um, but the GM seems like he's very, like, like this is my number in my head that I'm willing to pay for exposition. And- well, he's in a – here's the thing. It's so different from all these other negotiations, like the Aaron Judge negotiation. Yeah. He already knows in this back pocket he's got the franchise tag. Okay, worst case scenario, I tag this guy. And, yeah, it's not ideal for salary cap purposes, but I know, okay, worst-case scenario, this is where I'm at. So you're always in a position of strength when you're an NFL team and you're willing to just apply the tag and have him play the season on that franchise tag. One of the things I had heard in the past about why Jones's camp was asking for 45 is that right now you've got Aaron Rodgers making 50 per year, and he'll get a new contract, so it'll be different. Russell Wilson's making 49 per year. Kyler Murray's making 46 per year. Deshaun's making 46 per year. Mahomes is making 45. Allen's making 43. So right off the top, you've got six guys making more than $40 million a year. And then you've got Stafford and Dak both making 40. So you've got two, four, six, eight guys making $40 million a year. And the thought being, all right, he's one of eight. And then pretty soon, the market's been reset. And everyone's number is going to go up again. Yeah. So Jones will end up as the 12th highest paid quarterback, right. you know, in that range. And while that may turn out to be true, it is still very difficult to rationalize Jones making the kind of money that puts him on that level. Whether it matters or not, I admit it, it probably doesn't from a cap perspective. But I'm just, my brain is saying, really? $42 million a year? And it feels that way with anybody getting paid across any sport. Sometimes you're like, Really, X amount, and then a couple of years later, it's like, okay, well, that's kind of like where it's at. Are you paying him that? Uh, no, I'm tagging him. Like, I, I would have the arrogance of, all right, whatever I've decided is the contract I'm willing to give him. And to me, again, it's about when I could get out after two or three years. I'm just tagging him. And I'm saying, look, here's the deal. I'm going to put the non-exclusive franchise tag on you. Very simple now. You can go to free agency. You get whatever offer you want. But if we decide not to match, we get two first-round picks, which is the greatest consolation. All right? If that contract he ends up getting is far greater than I want to give him, great, I get two first-round picks. Okay, right. sign me up. Uh, that's what I would do. So I'm moving more and more towards the, I'm just going to tag you. And then eventually, I hope, you will just give in. 
Because <laughs> you don't yeah. want to play on a tag, and you'll accept the deal that I've been negotiating with you. Yeah. It's going to be hard to also find, you know, let's just say in that scenario, if he does leave, what are you going to do for quarterback? Well, I'm not, I'm not letting that happen. Yeah, that's not happening. That's the world I mean, because other than getting two first-round picks back, in which I'd say, all right, you know, I got, I got, I added to my booty, if you will, yeah. and I'll, I'll go get a makeshift quarterback for the year. Maybe I'll try Baker Mayfield as a project for a year. Maybe I'll draft somebody. Maybe I'll wait another year to draft somebody. That's a break glass in case of emergency, but it's also not the worst situation because yeah. I just turned Daniel Jones into two first-round picks. In any other scenario, he's my quarterback. And I'm giving it another year. And I'm going to try to hit it out of the park in the draft like you mentioned. I'm going to try to put more weapons around him. And then I'll reevaluate in another year after he plays on the tag, okay, what are you worth? So my attitude would be either Jones is my quarterback or I'm getting two first-round picks, which is like a win-win scenario. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of like what you got to do here. So, But the deadline's coming up, so I'm I'm interested in seeing what's going to happen there with that. Um I would love for them to just wrap it up and just do it and, just again, just cleanly pay him something and then uh, figure out with Saquon what you're going to do and then hopefully we can be able to put some good pieces around because I don't I just don't want the team to take a step back. No, from, I get you. This year, you know? I get you because the big issue last year for a team that still made the playoffs and won a playoff game is Jones didn't have enough weapons. That was the biggest thing that obviously affected, not even though he had a good year, affected their offense. He didn't have enough weapons. We heard it all year, and I agreed with it. I thought he had one of the worst wide receiving rooms in the NFL, despite the emergence of a couple of guys like Hodgins and whatnot. Yeah. Let's go to Anthony in Staten Island. What's up, Anthony? Hey, how are you guys? Good. What's up? Um, I am so shocked that this guy who sucked for three years <laughs> actually is think is being talked to wanting $45 million. He went into this year thinking, everybody did thinking they might cut this guy. And now he's looking for 45 mil. I would just get rid of him. Get Jimmy Garoppolo. This is Brian Dable. This has nothing to do with this guy. This is all Brian Dable. <laughs> I believe if he got Zach Wilson, he could turn him into a quarterback. Wait a second. Now, now you're talking crazy. You think Brian Dable could turn Zach Wilson into a quarterback? Dable, the miracle worker. Man, I... I, I don't know if it's all Brian Dable. I think obviously a lot of it is. He has proven over the last couple of years, his time in Buffalo, obviously, and what he did last year, that he is a great offensive mind, and he did a number on Daniel Jones. But I don't know if that alternative is really the best alternative to letting him go. Because just letting him go and saying, okay, I'm not going to tag you. I'm going to no. let you go to free agency, and you're gone. And then now what? I mean, really, Jimmy Garoppolo, who can't get through a full season, who's not your future, I don't think, like, that's where you'd want to go? Losing him, in my opinion, feels like a step back. Yeah. Um, just another quarterback having to come in and learn a new system um, and hopefully fits in. And I, I just, it's too messy for me. Um, I think kind of like reassuring that it's going to end up, you know, like you said, it's going to end up being that franchise tag. It's either franchise tag or you, you actually work out a contract that it sounds like uh, Giants fans like us are not going to be too happy about, but. You know, I think if he signs, uh, let's say five years, whatever it's labeled as. Let me do the math because I can't do you know times forty two by four <laughs> years. Forty two times four is one hundred sixty eight. Okay, four years, one hundred sixty eight million dollars. He's making forty two million a year. Okay, now we read the fine details that a lot of it isn't guaranteed, and the Giants basically have an out after year two. Okay. I think there'll be two reactions. Reaction one would be. 
$42 million a year for Daniel Jones. They're a bunch of idiots. And then the other reaction be, hey, what a great contract. Look closer. You can get out after two years. That's the, what makes NFL contracts so freaking convoluted. We don't do that in any other sport. Guy's any making what sport. he's making, and that's it. Yes, it's guaranteed. And football is not. It's like, is it really that number? It's like a fluff number. Right. And then, it, know, and a lot of times, a lot of times, it's not the real number. Right. But I do understand the sticker shock of hearing forty million dollars a year because I'm admitting to you, I know that all this stuff is overrated. I know it doesn't matter. It's all about the fine print. Yet I admit, wow, $40 million, $42 million for Daniel Jones? Daniel Jones. Like, I admit the sticker shock is is crazy. Joe in Wappingers Falls. What's up, Joe? Hey, guys. How you doing today? Good. So here's the problem that no one, no one seems to bring this part up. Yes, Daniel Jones is looking for a big contract. He's looking for a big number. But the thing is, is that when it comes to the NFL, especially with quarterbacks, it's about timing. Yes, he's a good quarterback. Are we saying he's a top five quarterback? No. Top ten? Eh, maybe not even. But if you put Patrick Holmes in today's class, he's getting $60 million. The timing for him right now is where he's getting his big hit. Next year when Justin Herbert and Burrow and uh, Tua and I think um, – and just who else? There's somebody else too. But they're all going to fly right past him. And we're not even going to be thinking about him. No, you are right. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I admit that. Like, his his contract will end up making him the 12th highest quarterback in the NFL. Like, you're probably right. I, I get that. But it it still doesn't stop you in the moment from saying, wow. 40, $42 million. For that. <laughs> like, wow. It seems like a lot. Oh, my God. 40 plus. He threw 15 touchdown passes. It's like the joke that uh, Craig makes in the yeah. open that you played Big Mac. What are we paying him? Uh, $3 million a touchdown? Ha, 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 ha. And it does sort of sound kind of funny, if that's the case. And then you hear about Derek Carr. And obviously the latest with the Jets is where it's been. They're waiting on Aaron Rodgers. That's that's what's going on with the Jets. The Jets are doing, and I don't know if this makes me happy, sad, or scared. I haven't decided yet. The Jets are doing exactly what I want. And I don't know if that scares me or not. Because sometimes I say, I don't trust myself. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's my opinion. But I'm so used to yelling at the Jets for not doing what I want, that them doing exactly what I want is kind of frightening. Right. Like, really? Okay. And exactly what I want is you go for Aaron Rodgers. And if you don't get Aaron Rodgers, you sign Derek Carr. Period. Stop. That's what I do. And that's exactly Scott Rosenblatt of The Athletic did great reporting the other day on the Jets quarterback thinking. Whole article in The Athletic about their approach, what they, all that. And basically, here's what they're thinking is. They're thinking like me. They're thinking like Evan. Now, again, I'm not saying that's a good thing. That's up to you to decide. They are thinking as if, oh, my God, Aaron Rodgers is so hot. We need to be with her. She's amazing. Mm. She's probably going to say no. She's a little bit crazy. But you know what? We got a shot. And if we don't, Derek Carr's wonderful. We can bring, we can have a life with her, too. Yeah. That's exactly what they're doing. That's exactly what I'm thinking. I got to see it to believe it in terms of Aaron Rodgers, see how serious he is. How serious do you think he is in terms of, like, actually leaving and testing other teams and all of that? Uh, he's a weird guy, Joes. So I don't know what the hell he's thinking right now. But I think if he's going to leave the Packers, whether it's by his choice or their choice, I do believe the New York Jets are clearly presenting on a lot of levels the best opportunity for him because there have been rumblings over the last few days. It started with Peter King that the Raiders are not that in on Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And if that's the case... Who's in on Aaron Rodgers? Who is sitting there right now on March 3rd pining to go after a 39-year-old quarterback like this? 
what team feels they're in the position that the Jets are in, which is, hey, we have a really good roster. We have nobody a quarterback we trust. Let's go all in on Aaron Rodgers. Who has that? Like, the Carolina Panthers don't have that. Right. I don't even think the Las Vegas Raiders have that. So who has that? I could argue the Tennessee Titans have that, but as of now, doesn't feel like they're interested. So the Jets may be the team who says, hey, we want Aaron Rodgers, and if Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers don't want each other, what option does he have? I think if you're presenting that best case scenario, I don't know why, but if for some reason it's like reminding me of like that. And and I know it's, you know, he was a little older and stuff, but Brett Favre, when he, you know, when he left, he ended up leaving, actually leaving Green Bay. But I was, I was thinking of him um, actually with, uh, when he was playing with the... Um, Minnesota or the Jets? Uh, with the Jets. Right. When he actually came over. He, yeah, he got hurt a couple of times. He was then, good. He was good, then he got hurt, essentially. Right. So I'm thinking like, hey, maybe Aaron Rodgers comes over. Obviously, you know, him staying healthy is very important, but he 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 would present like the best case scenario for the Jets, but I, I'm just thinking how serious would he be like actually leaving. So So you're saying he wouldn't want to leave Green Bay? I don't think it's gonna happen. I mean it, Because he doesn't want to leave Green Bay right. or because the Jets are losers. Which one? No, I just I, I honestly feel like we've been here with this song and dance before. You know, with Oh with Aaron, yeah. With Aaron Rodgers. That, yeah. Oh, you know, the Green Bay thing. I think he's gonna end up going back over there. If he does go anywhere else, like you said, it's not no other options. That, that's why I'm at the point of if there's a breakup, and I don't know if there's going to be a breakup. I've always said it's down to the two parties, though. They both have to want to remain together. Yeah. Rodgers has to want to stay in Green Bay. Green Bay is going to have to want to run it back with him. All right? If one side wants to break up, it's over. He's gone. If there's a breakup, the Jets are the team. And I think they're the team because they're going to be the most aggressive. They're going to be the team who says, we want him the most. Because if they weren't hot for Aaron Rodgers, they would have signed Derek Carr already. Yeah. They would have put a contract offer on the table and said, you're our guy, let's go. And they love Derek Carr. And I understand he's a very solid option if you can't get the future Hall of Famer. But Derek Carr, there's been rumors about what he's going to get annually. And I heard his number at like $36 million. So here's Daniel Jones. Granted, he's younger. <laughs> here's Daniel Jones. He's getting 42, 43. He's asking for 45. And here's Derek Carr, who may end up at like 36. And if you look at their resumes, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's kind of like where it's at. Well, what are we doing here? Now, one thing that you could say is that Daniel Jones has won a playoff game. Derek right. Carr has not. Yes. That's fair. But still, like, you would think that Derek Carr would make more money than Daniel Jones. That's just the way the world of finance and what it is like right now, just the whole landscape of it, not only in NFL, but just all sports, really. Some people are getting paid certain money. I mean, look at the NBA numbers, really. Like, some people are making some money where it's like, what's that? Like, why are you you're not even starting? I know. You know? So like, what are we doing? <laughs> I know. You're talking about Joe Harris, and I completely agree with you. Can you believe this guy makes $17 million a year? I'm kidding, but I'm not. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Carton and Roberts on the fan. WFAN, WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com. I apologize to the audience. This was four days ago. I got an email or a tweet. It was a tweet from somebody who said, I got the greatest question for you. Can you make an all-time starting lineup of characters from baseball movies? And I was like, that's kind of interesting. And then the other night I couldn't sleep because one of my kids woke me up and said, I had a nightmare. And I said, ah, don't worry about it. Aliens are fake, even though Mm. they're real. And he went back to sleep, and I couldn't sleep. And I made an entire starting lineup of characters from baseball movies. Now, I want you to tell me, and you can disagree with me, obviously. Joe McFly, ladies and gentlemen. Movie expert, right? Movie expert. Movie expert. That's right. (laughs) My catcher. Boy, this was rough, Joe's. I had four candidates to be my starting catcher. Who who do you have? You ready? Yeah. Jack Parkman of Major League Two. Remember Jack Parkman? Okay. If you name it, I'll let you rename it. And then he hit it, and then he said, call it the something. I can't if say you, If you hit it, you can rename it. Not if you name it, you can rename yeah, it. Yeah, if you, you hit, hit it, it, you can rename it. it. Yeah. He actually used to be on the Indians. And then the Indians, I'm sorry, they were the Indians at the time. Yes. The Indians traded Jack Parkman to the White Sox, which I thought made no sense. Why are you trading your best hitter to a division rival? Right. So he was Major League Two. Do you remember him at all? It, wasn't he the guy on Two Bad Knees? Did he? No, 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 that's, no. That's Jake Taylor. Yeah. Okay. And that's another candidate, Jake Taylor. I mean, who en- ended up managing the team in Major League Two. But in Major League One, he was too busy trying to hook up with Rene Russo. Mm. Very much on his mind. See, I was thinking for catcher, I'd probably go. And I know that they're not the same ages and whatnot. But that's I'm fine. just thinking about movies. And that kid from the Sandlot. Um, yes. I have to put him as my catcher. Yes. Um, I'm blanking on his name right now. What was the character's name? You're right. Cause I, Ham I, Porter. Ham, Ham Porter. Porter. Yes. Ham Porter. I mean, come on. He called his shot. Let's go. And by the way, to, to back you up, I gave serious consideration to Benny the Jet Rodriguez. Okay. Now, Benny the Jet also made the major leagues, <laughs> in fairness. Yeah. Uh, I, Crash Davis of Bull Durham. I'm not a fan of Bull Durham, one. but I had to. I got to mention him. Yeah. Okay. Bull Durham, okay. Crash Davis. And here's my sleeper, fourth catcher, Rue Baker. Do you remember Rue Baker? 
Rube Baker. <laughs> yeah, my major league. You got three major league catches in there. I got three. Well, well, but here's the deal with Rube Baker. You're missing Ru- the obvious one. Okay? There's no obvious one. Yeah, the there obvious is. One. The obvious one. Who's the obvious one? i got to give you a reason for Rube Baker. Rube Baker could not throw the ball back to the pitcher. Right. And the, the trick that they taught Rube, I think Jake Taylor taught him, so teammate. Mm-hmm. Jake Taylor said, I want you to look at Playboy and start reading the articles. Right. And somehow reading the articles and knowing all the factoids about the women or relaxed Rube to where he was able to throw the ball back to the pitcher. Okay. So I'd have Rube Baker on my roster. Those are my four catchers. Well, you're missing the obvious one. Who? Oh. The obvious one is the best player in the league, Dottie Henson. You know, Joe's just said that actually off air to me. Oh. Yeah. Jo- yeah. yeah. Well, she, you're right. She, she was the was best her. player in the league. Yes. Yeah. She only she played was. one year, but yeah. She only she played one player. year, but <laughs> Dottie, Dottie Henson dominated. Best player. Best player. Yeah, she was good. Dottie she was the best player in the whole sport. Yep, and all the guys loved her too. Very popular. Very popular. I liked her sister better, Kit. I yeah. was more of a Kit fan. That was a good movie. I, I like that movie. Oh, League of Their Own is great. Did she drop the ball on purpose? At the end, when they have the collision, did she drop the ball on purpose for her sister, or did her sister actually knock the ball out of her hand? She dropped it on purpose, in my opinion. But no, I think Kit was a. Bulldog. She's the best yeah, player in the think, league. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, she dropped it. You think? You, I think yeah, she dropped I, it on purpose to give she, her sister the shine. Her sister needed the win more than the she sister did. needed the moment. It was the whole story was built up that everybody yeah. loved Dottie. Lay and, off and, the know, high ones, Kit. Lay she off dropped the high it. Ones. She dropped it on purpose. <laughs> yeah, you may be right. My first baseman's not even a competition. If you try to argue with me, I'd be upset. It's Lou Collins of Little Big League, redhead sleeping with the manager's mom. I mean, <laughs> I, uh, what are we talking about? This is the guy, Lou Collins. Sweet Lou Collins. <laughs> Now, I will give honorable mention uh, to Tom Selleck as Jack Elliott, Mr. Baseball. He was a first baseman. Okay. So I give him a little bit of honorable mention. Mickey Scales of Little Big League was very okay. good. Did you see Little Big League? I didn't see Little Big League. I, for some reason, the the name that I'm just a hitter, um, I was thinking about, and I know that he struggled to get these last three hits, but the Mr. 3000 movie was yes. like Bernie Mac. Mac. Yeah. Yes. Bernie Mac, <laughs> rest his soul. But, like, if we could... You know, he got up to 3,000 hits. Yeah, you know, he got to somewhere right. in the roster. I think he did play first in the movie, too. Yeah. He did. You know what? I got to put him as a candidate. I forgot about him. Yeah, that was a great movie, too. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was funny. I forgot about that one. I put Roger Dorn at third. I mean, how can you not? Okay. Uh, Willie Mays Hayes in center. Yes. Bobby Rayburn from the fan, Wesley Snipes in left field. <laughs> I still can't get over that they played through a torrential rainstorm like that, yeah. but they somehow did. Pedro Serrano, obviously. And I guess I'll put Roy Hobbs as like my fourth outfielder. I don't know. I thought he sucked. I don't think he was any good. You got a good roster. I'm not done yet. You ready for this? What you got? My DH is Alejandro Butch Hito. Now, I didn't know this guy's name. I knew him as Met Player from Rookie of the Year (laughs) who struck out on the floater. (laughs) Now, I did not know his name, Joes. I promise you. So I had to Google that. His name is Alejandro Butch Hito. I, I can't. How do you strike? Well... I mean, the floater? Got, he got thrown to Ethan's pitch. <laughs> he could, he could, got, listen, he's used to 98 miles an hour. All of a sudden, he's getting floaters? That kid was throwing heat. I was actually telling Evan earlier, like, my least favorite baseball movie of all time is uh, Angels in the Outfield. Duh. It's the worst to me. I just, Which aspect of it? Because I had uh, personal reasons for hating it, and that was Angel Pagan was on the Mets. Okay. And every time Angel Pagan come up, yeah. all these morons would stand up and do like the fake Angel thing with their arms, and it drove me nuts. I was like, this movie sucks. Yes. You suck. I wanted to like channel Sal Lakata and call everybody an idiot. <laughs> I didn't like the movie either, but for one reason or another, 
the the kid saying it could happen like always pops into my head yeah. in like situations like that. Like anytime I want to say, "Hey, it could happen," I always hear that kid's voice. Hey, it could happen. I, whatever kid in Yankee Stadium flop, flopping or whatever it is, and Aaron Boone, don't listen to him. You will get fired. <laughs> Please don't. That's fair. <laughs> I did pull one guy from Angel in the Outfield in my rotation because I got a very deep pitching rotation. First of all, the ace. We cannot debate. Yeah, I know exactly where you're going. There is only one choice for the ace, okay. and that, of course, is Steve Nebraska from the scout. Okay. Because Steve Nebraska got everybody out. Yes. He pitched a 27-out, 81-pitch, perfect game. Literally struck everybody out. Boom, 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 inning over. Yeah. And if I do that eight more times, that's Steve Nebraska in the World Series against the Cardinals. <laughs> so he's the he's the ace. What was that movie with the um, that guy that was like a school teacher, and he ended up coming back? That's a real movie. Was it called The, the rookie? Yeah. The yeah. rookie? The Rookie? The Rookie? I mean, yeah, I got to like... He's a real guy. I know yeah. he's a real guy. You can't count a real guy. You can't count the real guy. Why not? You can count a real okay, guy. Okay, here's why both of you guys are wrong. You ready? You ready to take out? There are better right. options, maybe, nope. but you can nope. count them if yeah. you wanted to. No, here's why you both can't okay, take well, your own. Why? Right. Why? In a little big league, Ken Griffey Jr. played himself. Randy Johnson played himself. Are we putting Ken Griffey Jr. in the outfield for this? Are we putting Randy Johnson in the rotation? They were in the movie. It feels like They're cheating. Yeah, he wasn't a character. They weren't real people in the movie. So the guy, the, the guy in the rookie's a real person. Now the and it was an actor yeah. playing him, right. sure, but that was a real. Well, person. in '61, you have Mickey Mantle and Roger Maris. Well, we can't use them too. Yeah, or the Babe. That, <laughs> by the way, Lugie, thank that's, you. That's a better example. Okay, okay. you can't that's use better, them. That's yeah. a better example. All right, 42. you guys. For, right, we're not Very putting Jackie true. Robinson in the movie Babe Ruth in the in our That's lineup. Fair. All right, you're right. Ty Cobb from Cobb. I mean, come on. He was older by then. Great movie, though. Great movie. What's I that? haven't seen that one, but I'll definitely. You got to oh. see Cobb. Oh, very good. Very good. Um, Tommy Lee Jones. I was going to say. And Robert Wool, who we've had in here. That's right. Yeah. Robert Wool was like the writer who yes. interviewed him. Oh, what a great movie. All right, so if Steve Nebraska's the ace, no one could argue. If you argue, you, you don't know what you're talking about. My number two starter is Henry Rowengartner, a rookie of the year. Got to give it to him. Okay. Got to hand him the ball. Yes. Guy was throwing 97. With a broken arm. With a broken arm. So. I'm also. <laughs> I never thought about it that way. <laughs> he had a broken arm. Uh, God knows her. Chet, Get in there. Chet Stedman, his teammate. Okay. Also wanted to sleep with his mom, by the way. We noticed there's a pattern here. A lot of baseball players <laughs> trying to sleep with managers and teammates' moms. That's, All right? Yeah. Now, Chet said. games. <laughs> yeah. Chet was a little washed up, but I give him some love. Billy Chappell, love of the game. That's Kevin Costner. Didn't he throw a no hitter at Yankee Stadium? Yes. Perfect game. Perfect game. Yeah, was think. it a perfect game? I think so. Yeah. Wow. Played for the Detroit Tigers and he perfect game to your Yankees. You should mm. be embarrassed by that. They always the make the, the, the Yankees in these movies look like the grittiest, dirtiest, like. Players, right? With like the, the, the beards. And I'm like, these aren't the Yankees. Like, <laughs> always do it. That's why I loved Rookie of the Year. Yeah. Because the big evil team in Rookie of the Year was the Mets. <laughs> you know what I couldn't get over about this? So their best hitter was this made-up character, Alejandro Bochito, who I just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Yet in the movie, when they were doing quick highlights of Henry Rowengartner striking everybody out, there was a clip of Bobby Bonilla as a Met striking out. Mm. So in my brain, I'm thinking, wait a second. When they're in that one-game playoff... Why is Butch the star and not Bobby Bo? Like, Bobby Bo's on the Mets. Right. Why is he not getting the big treatment of striking out on the on the little floater? And then I realized Bobby Benin is a big baby. And he's like, I'm not striking out the Henry Rowan Gartner on a floater. 
I'll strike out to a 98-mile-an-hour fastball. I won't strike out to the floater. He would have done it if you would have given him, like, a contract that pays him until, like, his kids are of age. You I, know? See, I see they would have, They would have been okay. That would have sold him. Uh, and then my other two guys were uh, Eddie Harris of Major League, who would scuff all the balls, and then Mel Clark of Angels in the Outfield because it's Tony Danza. Okay. And who the hell wouldn't want Tony Danza in their rotation? That's a good point. I love them as a baseball player, and who's the boss? See, see that clip when he stole home? Isn't it softball? No, is he playing softball? Uh, <laughs> I think he is. He's like a 40-year-old man with bad knees. I think it's softball. I know, but it's Tony Danza, man. So that's my lineup. I did a decent job, right? That's good. Did I miss I, anybody other than Dottie? I, I think, think. No, I think you're good. I. You didn't mention Wild Thing, right? You don't like Wild Thing? Oh, as my closer? Has he's, to be. He's got well, he a starting pitcher in the But first. as your closer, though, he's got to be the guy. Bringing yeah, the heat. The uh, humiliator or whatever. Yeah, the Terminator. The Eliminator. The Eliminator. The, the one ma- we can't say on the air. The Master something. <laughs> the Master something. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think Rick Vaughn was that good. I thought he was very overrated. So wow. I wouldn't put him in there. And remember, I got six starters. I'd probably use Henry Rowengartner to come out of the bullpen. I'd use him as my closer. And he'd be my fireman coming out of the bullpen. <laughs> Mike's in Brooklyn. What's going on, Mike? Yo, you missed one guy. The best one. Kelly Leak. Bad News Bears. Yeah. That's a guy. I just got a text about that, too. Kelly Leak was pretty damn good. And it goes back to can we allow kids on this roster? Right. You open the door, Joe's, because you put uh, the catcher in there. Age him up. Yeah. No, so he's I, a pitcher, not a catcher. The rookie. Who are you talking about? The, the rookie, right? No, no, the catcher from um, oh, from Sandlot. Sandlot. Right, yeah, right. yeah. No, he started it right at the beginning saying, right. we got to put him in. Well, I mean, it's a kid. Yeah. Kelly Leak, outfielder, but it was still a kid. Yeah, we can put Kelly Leak in there. Put him in there. I'm trying to think who else I may have met. I think I nailed everybody. I think that was a uh, 100 out of 100. We need another really good baseball movie to come out, or, or sports movie. We do for one, dude. You're yeah. so right about that. And it can't be like another remake of Major League. You can't do that. No, You've already done five of them. I feel like the remake situation where people are remaking movies and shows, I feel like it's like a cop-out from trying new things. So you got to be creative. Just try I, it out. You, it is a very good point that if you think about it, when was the last time we had a really good baseball movie? And unfortunately, I have the answer, and I wouldn't even count it. But Which I one? have an answer. Which one is that? Moneyball. Moneyball was really good. But we can't count it. We can't count it because it's, like, about a real thing. Yeah, but they there's a lot of theatrics that they did, like Billy Bean looking like that. He doesn't look like that. <laughs> wait, wait, are you trying to say that <laughs> Billy Bean is not hot? Like uh, Brad Pitt is hot? He's not Brad Pitt. I think I can. We can go out on a uh, on a limb and say that. So, of know? all the things you take away from Moneyball is things not being true. <laughs> the number thing that jumps out at you is, come on, Billy Bean ain't that hot. What are we talking they, about? They did win those games. They did. Um, did they leave out the fact that they choke in the playoffs every year? No, nah, they should have left that in. Should have <laughs> left that in. Yeah, I mean, and by the way, Moneyball is a great movie. Eight Men Out is a great movie. Cobb is a great movie. Like, there's a lot of great baseball movies about real things. 42 is a great baseball yes. movie, and that, that is recent. I think what I'm thinking, and maybe you're thinking the same thing, is a baseball movie like the ones we just described. Yeah. A fake baseball movie. Yes, yes. Yeah. Make it about the pitch clock. It'll get everybody all crazy, <laughs> all hot and bothered. Can you believe it? The pitch clock? Oh, my goodness. One second pitch clock. <laughs> baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. 
Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.